video version of You Killed It, social distancing video version of You Killed It, because we, we have more time on our hands, and I'm nervous <laughs> because I'm going to be exposed for having the world's shortest attention span. Like, people are going to see, like, me on my phone, looking at my computer. No, no, I'm no, that's fine. It's going to be bad. Not bad at all. Nothing wrong with that. It's just it's just reality. It's like a peek behind the scenes of how we create the madness. See, like I just had to check to make sure I was rolling and that I had good there's, good audio. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that at all, it's, John. It's, nothing wrong with that at all. It's just raw and it's live and it's real. But let's remind people who we are. I'm John Chidley Hill. And it's been a while, but I'm still Sheldon Alexander. Miraculously, all things considered. And this is (laughs) You Killed It, the podcast about the challenge. We had so many fans reach out to us in the past uh, couple weeks since the trailer dropped for the challenge Total Madness. And And the trailer is Fuego, by the way. It's like Fuego, Fuego, Fuego fire. It's so good. And we're going to talk about that at length in a minute. Uh, but I thought that we would, first of all, thank the people that reached out to us. I'm thinking of Brett Bullet and Raven Ramsey, um, Diane Colin Feely, uh, Wendy Jang. I hope I said that correctly, Wendy. Uh, there's someone else. L. Uh, was it L? Elaine. It was Elaine who uses the Twitter handle L. So that's why I was confused. Okay. Uh, okay. Who all wanted us to do this, amongst others. Uh, Rochella yes. Va- uh, Valdez wanted us to do this. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like, you know, the entire Earth, life has been complicated for you and I for the past two or three weeks. Yeah, it's been crazy times for sure. And, you know, I on the other pod I did with Webby the other day, I kind of was like, I'm not, I'm in a, a, a space here where I'm not really here for the uh, coronavirus hot takes. You know what I mean? Or like, there's tons of spaces and places where people can go for that stuff. What I'm trying to do here is give us a chance to, you know, you know, distract, get some distractions going here. And I feel like the challenge is like the perfect, perfect thing for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. it's just great watching. It's great television. Oh. As you have random episodes of the challenge that's going on behind you right now. I like it. Um, all major professional sports are canceled, except for the fifth major professional sport, the challenge. It's perfect. It is perfect. And just an example of how much or how many different people love the challenge. I was stunned by this the other day. I'm trying to look it up right now to bring it up. But uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo tweeted a couple days ago he said that perfectly. He quote, i mean yeah i i was gonna say something but never mind <laughs> <laughs> are we in the giddy part of the the pod already I'm, like we just started i'm already giggling like a little schoolgirl. what's going on i'm with just me? happy to but, see you <laughs> right i'm happy to have like something fun and jokes to talk about for like at least two hours yeah you know what i mean i mean two hours as we do the pod for probably an hour, and then we edit the pod for, like, another hour, right? Yeah. So, um, Giannis went to Twitter, and he quote-tweeted the long-ass trailer that the challenge put out. A three-minute trailer. That's just a straight banger, by the way. But Giannis tweeted, as long as Johnny Bananas makes it to the final, and you guys don't get rid of him in the first episode again. (laughs) That was in response to the challenge tweet 
of are you ready for the most savage, ruthless, jaw-dropping season of the challenge ever? So Giannis is on board. I mean, as long as Bananas is there, I don't think Giannis is gonna like my hot takes about how Johnny Bananas is gonna do this season. But we'll circle Ooh. back to that when we do our cast uh, cast member by cast member breakdown. I have to ask you, yeah, and I've been saving this because you know how I like to keep you on your toes, Shelly. Hey, nothing wrong with that, my dude. Nothing wrong with that. Did you watch the Netflix series Cheer? You know, it's so weird. I have not, but it's definitely on the list because Webster told me to watch it. So I definitely will watch it. It's it's like Last Chance You, only with good people. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I got on you. it, the best of them all, Jerry. You'll get to know Jerry. He's the best. Okay. He okay. watches the challenge, and they never say it, ah, but it's okay. on in the background often. And they do talk at length <laughs> about Bad Girls Club. So amazing. It's right up your alley. That's amazing. I'm in. I mean, I was already in, but hey, it like makes me like people a little bit more once I find out they like the challenge. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's a secret society and all we ask is trust, you know, like, sorry, I just had to add in a rap line. I'm sorry. I love but it. I'm here for it. You get the point, right? It's just like you, you talk to someone and then you realize, oh, you watch the challenge, too, or it's like. The challenge is back. Do you know when it's coming back yet? Like, I get excited for it. So, super hype I always find, for this season. I always find, though, that I'll be like, oh, you like the challenge? Me too. Who's your favorite? And they'll be like, Nelson. I'll be like, oh, we can't be friends. Like, Nelson. <laughs> Hold on. Whose favorite is Nelson? Stop. I, I just picked, true. like, the worst possible person. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Like, they always come with, like, yeah, some yeah, garbage yeah. take where you're like, oh, no. It's oh, like, right no. away, I knew you were... Right away, I'm like, nobody's ever said Nelson is their favorite. <laughs> Not even Nelson would say that. <laughs> I, do want, right? I do want to talk about some, like, real-life stuff that is still in the realm of reality TV. Um, okay. I think our listeners, I don't talk about this often on the podcast because I'm sort of not supposed to, but... Um, okay, where's this going? I think our listeners know that I work for Canada's uh, Newswire, the Canadian press, as a sports reporter. Okay. Okay. But because of COVID-19, I've been working on the hard news desk. Okay. But then something came across the COVID-19 news desk, like across our, our radar. And that mm -hmm. was there were rumors that right now Big Brother Canada is being filmed. And there were rumors that the cast had never been told about the pandemic. Okay. So I want to give a shout out to my colleague, Victoria Ahern, who actually did a whole story on what's going on with Big Brother Canada. So if you are a fan of Big Brother and the challenge and you're like, mm -hmm. what's happening with those shows where they're being filmed? My understanding is that Big Brother Canada and Big Brother Germany are both in production right now and that the Canadians okay. have been told about the pandemic. Victoria. Ah, OK. That. I was wondering so, about that. If you just like Google Big Brother Canada, Victoria Ahern, that's A-H-E-A-R-N, I know how to spell, you'll find that article. I also retweeted it if you want to dive deep into my tweets, but you know me. I No, that's like interesting because so on the last On Blast pod with Webby, we were talking about just random shit that we've been watching mm -hmm. so far like while we've been at home and i went into this whole thing about what's been going on on this season of big brother canada because it's been drama filled <laughs> and yeah lots going on but definitely check out that pod if you want to get some suggestions on what to watch and of course 
I didn't really mention it on that pod because I knew we were doing this. Yeah. But this is the recommendation of what you need to be watching because April 1st cannot come soon enough because it's the challenge season 35 total madness, John. Yeah. I want to ask you, the trailer dropped, and I want to say that's the second trailer that's dropped, right? But this one was three minutes long. Yeah. What did you think of this trailer when you saw it? I mean, there, I have big takeaways from the trailer. The Same. I got notes. I got notes. Okay. I'm just going to say right <laughs> off the top, my first, my two biggest sort of takeaways, one, that everyone has to compete in an elimination. I like it. I love it because mm -hmm. I'm tired of the Rogans of this world coasting. Like, oh, okay. I like the idea of people having to actually put their money where their mouth is. And I think it opens up a whole new like realm of strategy because, I mean, we don't really, really know what the format's going to be. But in my mind, this means that what you have to do is try to get into elimination early on against someone who sucks. Right, yeah. like get it out of the way mm -hmm. early, and then you can also say like, "Hey, I've done my time. Forget you guys. I don't need to go back in." My other thought on this is okay. that Johnny Bananas is in trouble because his whole strategy, season after season, <laughs> is based around not going into elimination. Correct. This is true. This is not true. Not going to happen this time. So the one thing about this twist is, I'm kind of wondering how it plays out like in the actual episode right so like yeah you have to go into elimination but what's the actual structure of the show right like we don't know that side of it yet no. obviously the only thing we kind of know is that it's like there's no teams right it's every man slash woman for themselves which i'm very into yeah so that'll be kind of crazy that'll be fun for sure but I just love like you know gangster TJ off the front end of the of the uh, trailer, and he's just you know this is the biggest twist we've ever had. I'm done with people skating by. I'm done with people going under the radar. The only way to make it to the final is to go into an elimination, right? I was like, oh, let's go. Chef's yeah, kiss. right. I love it. Right away, I'm like, let's go. So I wrote down just a bunch of random notes from the trailer. I don't know if, like, how, as normal people who listen to this podcast will know, it's not like we're out here, like, you know, really plotting and producing the pod. We're out here freestyling, right? <laughs> Just talking amongst our friends we're, we're like about OG what's going on in the challenge. <laughs> Off the dome. Um, but, yeah, so... First note I wrote was Gangster TJ. Gangster TJ. <laughs> Sorry, just the, just on your note about how we like to wing it, yeah. I, I'm going to read verbatim some text that you and I exchanged. Okay. First of all, I talked about my vanity and how I was going to like try to look <laughs> as good as possible knowing that this was going to be on, <laughs> on YouTube. But also, <laughs> a direct question for me. Also, Sheldon, how prepared will you be? Or do you just want to wing it? And the answer was like, yes, let's just, <laughs> like, we have a very sort of loose, I have, here's a, we have a here's loose a production format, but here's the thing. It's the challenge, right? We're just here for the fun. We're here for the jokes and there's nothing complicated about it. Like, what more do you need? It's someone saying it's about to be a savage game, yep. right? Like the challenges first off that you're seeing glimpses of in this trailer it's like it looked like stunt cars 
you see them like climbing like this the Alps or something. Like yeah. I'm just like, what is going on? They're like diving into sewer systems. I'm like what what is happening in this, right? And of course you got the makeouts, you got the fights, there's all these things going on. But you alluded to Johnny Bananas early, and one of the things I wrote down was TJ says in this trailer, my entire challenge career, I've waited for the stars to align, and now it's finally here. And there's a couple shots of a bunch of people, but there's shots of Johnny Bananas. Is he hinting at Johnny Bananas and Wes meeting in an elimination? That's my question to you, because that's what I thought right away. I hope so, but I've also heard rumors... Like, Hold on, no spoilers. This is no spoilers. Because spoiler, you know what? Okay, okay. I don't think it's true. Okay. But I've heard a rumor that this mm-hmm. is the season where Johnny Bananas and Wes get their shit together and start working oh. together. Ooh, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. But the trailer. I'm here for that. The trailer seems to suggest otherwise because they have a clip from Wes saying, like, I just want him to leave me alone. And then it shows Johnny Bananas, like, looming. Laughing. But, the sinister laugh, yeah. But it could mean bear. Oh, yes, true. Right? And, you know, <clears throat> as people who follow the challenge a lot and watch consistently, obviously, as we do this pod, I would say the production staff do a really good job of trying to throw you off the scent of things, right? Yeah. So it would be a good move to make it seem like, oh, here we go again, Bananas versus West, and then the season starts and it's, Oh, they're working together? What? I just need, but it would actually make sense. I just need to point out over my shoulder right now, it's the famous oh, Johnny man. Bananas backpack. Incredible. Perfect timing. See, Absolutely this incredible. is why we don't plan like our production. <laughs> we just like we're just so lucky. Uh, <laughs> what I'm curious, what were your next notes beyond uh, Okay, so Johnny Bananas and Wes possibly going at it. Uh I think it's Wes that says, I'm going crazy on day one. <laughs> yeah, it was Wes. Wes. Uh, Rogan and D fighting. I just wrote that down and knowing that I would follow that up with, I don't give two shits about their arguments. Like, I, I'm, I get why they're here. You know what I mean? They obviously won the last season. Cool. But I don't care. Like, how could they possibly still be fighting? Well, Do you know what I mean? I think that they basically went directly like to this one. Ah, like there wasn't much of a break. Yeah. I, I do want to add, so that clip of Wes saying, like, I've only been here one night and I'm already going crazy. One of the things that really struck me about the trailer was the idea that they're not in a house. That they're in a bunker with no windows, no doors. And that is cool. So is that for the whole time? Like, that's the thing. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It's true. If that's the case, though, that would play such a psychological impact yeah. on everybody. Totally. Like, because you couldn't, like, so often we see on the challenge that, you know, two people will have a fight. And we'll see, like, when D, and Ro- when D found out that Rogan was trying to throw her in mm-hmm. on the last season... And yeah. she and Ninja went off to like a secluded part by the pool, and they basically yeah. were alone in a bunker. You can't do that, no, right? And like, just like, and like, it's funny. I shouldn't say it's funny. It's appropriate given what we all are going through now as a society with having to be stuck in our uh, houses. 
yeah, like yeah, think how call. stir crazy everyone's going and we can still like go out on our balconies go for like secluded walks mm-hmm. if they can't do that on the challenge they're gonna go nuts and i can't wait <laughs> and we'll be right here waiting for it on each and every episode of you killed it right that's right <laughs> Uh, let's see more notes. Anis, Anisa is back and she's fighting someone. I mean, you could have just said Anisa is back. You didn't have to specify that she's fighting someone. And like, uh, I gotta say, I say that with love. I really like Anisa. I want to see sit. her to win the ch- like win a season of the challenge. I think she's a yeah. good person. I think she's smart. Like, mm-hmm. I would. I know. Like, our like you killed it standard is. Would I get drinks with this person? I would for sure get drinks with Anissa. Like, she just seems, like, sassy and funny and, like, down to earth. Agreed. But she also gets in fist fights all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good time. Anissa brings drama. She does bring, you know, at least do something when you're in the house, right? Yeah. Like, she's never just floating by. Five she's to often a player. entertaining. Five to right? a player. Uh, Zach is not on this season, but they're still Zach and Jenna fighting. <laughs> it's like, really? Like, how is this a thing again? How many possible seasons can we have of Zach and Jenna fighting? I thought they were getting married. I thought everything was all good. What? Like, come on. Can't we figure this out? Or is this just a storyline drubbed up by producers? Right? Like, it has to be at this point. Like, they can't still be fighting. Zach seemed like he was in such a good vibe last season when he was on the show and jenna wasn't jenna wasn't on the show right jenna was hurt right is that what happened yeah yeah because she like destroyed her leg on champs versus stars yes so zach was on the last season and we both acknowledged all through last year of the challenge zach seemed to be like in such a good vibe like he was a happier dude a nicer dude than he's been in previous years to other people like he just seemed in a good place and so in this trailer to see him and jenna fighting again and him you know seemingly breaking or trying to break up with her via skype or whatever they're using whatever form of communication they're using i'm just like like us how are right i'm like how are we here again how can we possibly be here again i have no explanation for it but i'm excited (laughs) to find out uh Um, on that note on the jenna note I don't okay. know if you noticed this, but this is the reuniting of Jenna, Nani, and Kayla, who are all okay. super tight. Okay. I'm excited for crew. that. They're all like... It's a crew. That's a squad. Along with friend of the show, Marie. They're a, yes. A, they're a super tight group, and we haven't seen all three of them together. Yes, I, that's true. I'm sure you also noticed an important scene involving Kayla. Oh, we're get. Don't worry, that made the list. Can oh, we, that's on the list. Should we skip to that uh, since it's a natural segue? Yes. So, Kayla. It sounds like Kayla. And again, I've watched too many seasons of the challenge to fully just like believe it how it played out in the trailer. But in the trailer, it appears that Kayla and Bear hook up, or at least make out. Yep. And then it sounds like it's Kayla calling who we would assume to be Bear a fuckboy and says that she ruined a relationship for someone who doesn't give a fuck about anyone. Now, 
this is first off i'll say this is a very believable storyline in terms of bear being a fuck boy that doesn't care about anyone it has the ring of truth (laughs) but also i always just have this there's always just this thing with the challenge where i'm always like i'm never gonna fully believe things are exactly how they appear Right? Like, that's just too many years of watching and enjoying the challenge. That's what I love about it because their staff does such a good job with editing and, you know, misdirection that I'm kind of like, oh, that looks interesting, but I wonder what really happens. What about you? What did you think when you saw that? I mean, you know me, Sheldon. You know that I was already up on the goss, right? Oh. And this was true. This was not spoilers. Because, like, it played out on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. But, and I'm (laughs) going to save some in my back pocket for, like, when the season is actually going on. Okay. But I will say, to your point, there are two sides to every story. Mm -hmm. And if this very much makes it seem like a bear Kayla issue. Oh. But her ex, Mikey. Okay maybe he okay. had some things going on as well something to do with it okay yeah. okay fair enough I'll just believe it at that. i like that i like that tease i like that non-spoiler because you know me i don't really like the you know i'm here for the the off the show goss that's on twitter and instagram of course i'm here for that juice listeners I, people who are not watching uh this on youtube but the people who are listening on uh itunes i guess it's now apple music or SoundCloud or whatever. I just I did a fishing reel motion. I'm <laughs> trying to be very conscious of like I'm a big time hand talker now with video because I'm playing to the camera. I gotta I gotta do it for our listeners. Playing too. to the camera. Playing to the camera, huh? One of us is in TV production and one of us isn't, Sheldon. Let me <laughs> let me enjoy myself. Hey, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you at all. <laughs> not mad at you at all. Um, yeah. So Kayla, first off. Well, I guess we'll get to that when we go through the cast. I was going to say something about Kayla, but I'll leave that for later. But yeah, that looked interesting. Um, There's a shot of a guy that looks like Swaggy C, who you're probably like, who the hell is Swaggy C? But we'll get to that. And I'll just say seeing him fighting was not surprising at all for those of us who might be fans of the American Big Brother. Um, What else do I got here? Again, another hint at a Wes and Johnny Bananas kind of showdown going on, which I was very much into. Uh, let's see. Homegirl, that one big brother. Oh, what is her name? Uh, Filipino girl. I should have looked up her. I should have looked up her name. Casey. It's not Casey, Casey. Clark. It is Casey. Yes. Thank you, John. Uh, Casey, who I guess when we break down the cast, I'm excited to see Casey because I think she'll be really good on the show. But I think the political game might be a little bit too much for her. Mm-hmm. Just, we'll get to that later on, though. Um, my question of, is that an actual sewer system they're diving into? Um, I think it's more likely a cistern. I can't imagine that it would be safe to have people going through a... What the hell is a cistern? Did you never? John is a. For those of us that are new to the pod, John is a smart one on this pod. And every once in a while, he'll say something, and I'm just like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, what is that? Have you never played uh, Tomb Raider? No. So a cistern <laughs> is like a. So a sewer takes 
uh, waste away, a cistern okay. brings in like clean water. It's essentially like old ah. style pipes and underground reservoirs. So a cistern okay. would be okay. safe because it's just like it's not filtered water, but it's basically water. Like they might be like moss. But it's and not algae. sewage. Yeah, it's I got not you. raw right. sewage. It's not human waste. That is good to know, especially when one of the next scenes after that in the trailer was someone's toe bleeding and it just looked so gross. Yeah. That was disgusting. <laughs> that was super gross. I hate feet at the best of times. So for there to be like a wounded it's a good foot, point. It's just gross. Yeah, not something I needed to see. Worst part of the human then, body. Yeah, I mean, and then it ends with voiceovers as Johnny Bananas is running through the cistern with Kyle. There you go. You got right? it. See? Nailing see? it. I learned quickly. I learned quickly. And all you hear is a voiceover of, I don't trust anybody. And then someone else says, you shouldn't. There's a million dollars on the line. Da-da-da-da-da. I mean, you skipped something that I really liked. Okay. That's fair. Which was fair. Jordan and Wes having a very intense confrontation <laughs> with Tori yes. in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jordan with what I can only describe <laughs> as a monk's haircut. Like, he just has, like, the worst <laughs> page play I've ever seen. Going, do you know why I'm good, Wes? Because my mind's always in the game. And he's, like, pointing to his temple <laughs> and, like, super intense. So good. I And, like... I'm always torn because obviously I really love Wes, but I really love and respect Jordan too. Like I know Jordan's oh, a Jordan's dick, a beast, but no, he's a beast. But like he's a beast. It's just because like he's so intense. Like I, and again with our standard of would I hang out with this person? Yeah, I'd hang out with Jordan for sure. I saw the other day they uh, him and Tori took over the challenge Instagram feed. Yeah, and they were taking like live questions, but then they were also doing a workout. So they, like, did a full-on, like, workout in their backyard and then took questions from fans. I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool idea. Good content, Good content. in these times we of need. social distancing, right? It's what we need at this time. Um, but, yeah, the, the trailer definitely got me hype. Like, that was a thing that, watching that, I'm like, not that I wasn't already in, but it just made me yearn that much more for the challenge to start. I mean, I tweeted at MTV being like, Maybe you guys should think about moving up the season, seeing as we're here with nothing to watch. In, in all seriousness, when, when this show comes out, it's going to do bonkers numbers. Most definitely. Because pe- no, I totally agree. Not just like cable numbers and like proper ratings, but like day after streaming. I mean, we're fortunate streaming, that we Streaming, online numbers, yeah. Again, I don't know how much listeners know this, but MTV.ca streams all of their shows for free 24 hours after the show goes to air. I don't mm-hmm. think that's the case in the U.S. Um, I don't oh, know about okay. other MTV, like MTV Europe or whatever, but it's the yeah. case in Canada. So even if people are like cable cutters and they're not like in Canada, there's legitimate free ways to watch it yeah. that like MTV will still be counting towards their total views. Like it's going to be huge because it'll be to your point the first real show since this crisis began. And if you're a sports fan right now, oh yeah. You're just yearning for some form of like competition and then you add in the physical contact. Mm-hmm. Like I think it'll be one of those things where 
the beginning will be big and then there'll be a huge build Mm -hmm. as like more and more people are watching it because you know i'm gonna find myself live tweeting it right like where else am i gonna be what else am i gonna be doing right like i'm gonna be so hype watching and i think in this era of social media the way that things work now when something is on and and i mean the best example of this is i don't know if you were paying attention to what happened last night on instagram live so instagram live's been winning huge because basically all celebrities are just jumping on instagram live and doing live streams yep but uh dj d nice yeah i saw this i slept through it because i'm an old man but (laughs) but it's just a perfect example of what can happen right now in this time where everyone's just at home waiting for some form of content and so my guy's been doing live dj sets on his instagram account for the past like six days in the very beginning when he started there were 200 people watching last night on a saturday night we're recording this on sunday but on a saturday night there was a hundred thousand people in the chat and at some point the reason why i think that happened was because so all these like famous names are popping in right like you had usher you had puffy you had like famous people will smith then you had like michelle obama bernie sanders elizabeth warren and he's like shouting out all these people as they jump in to the live stream and so at one point because instagram live the way that it works is after an hour your feed ends and then you got to start a new one but at one point mark zuckerberg was in the chat and then the stream just kept going so it was like okay zuckerberg must have made a call to someone and been like yo let this guy keep rocking because at the end of the day it was something so positive and fun and like literally it was like the world's party yeah right like the world was in jamming to like old school just just whatever he was playing a bit of everything but it was just so much fun but the reason i bring that up is because i see you know this as a moment or an opportunity let's say for you know something to just gather a community and have that community grow and double up and the challenge has that chance right now with so many sports fans just begging for something anything like i wonder if you can gamble on this no, right? Because people would know what happened. There's too many spoilers. Yeah, there's too many spoilers. That was me going too far. <laughs> well, you know what, though? But you get my point. On this topic, so I can't get too into details on this because it was off-the-record conversations for work. But I was talking Ooh. to the... Hot goss. Hot goss. I was talking to the organizers of a major sporting event in Canada that has okay. yet to be canceled. And they were talking about, okay. like how depending on how things out it could be an opportunity for them to seize the moment depending on how it all works out so Mm -hmm. it's it's exactly your point like people are at home looking for things to do i don't want to say bored but like are like eager for like something to fill an hour maybe 90 minutes and like the challenge fits that role and like one of the things that's been so great about the challenge and how mtv has done it is they've been so good at rolling out like interactives whether it's on instagram or twitter like i don't know that you and i have ever talked about it either on air or off air but like all the talent are fed like the hot clips in advance so they can treat them at the right time totally Yeah, yeah so smart and like giving gifts of themselves that are like high quality professional quality to tweet at the right time for like but Eastern even just time a, zone or uh, Pacific time yeah. zone, wherever they live. But even just the content itself, that's for social media. So it'll be like 
Kyle talking about his time on the challenge and how he wants to win. And it's just like some random video that's just for social media. Yep. Right. And they just keep releasing them day after day in anticipation of the start of the challenge. Like it's such a smoothly run production. It's so, it's so good. So smart. And I, and I'm excited looking forward to the fact of all these new people jumping into the challenge. Cause they're just looking for something to watch. I can't wait. Yep. That makes me super exciting. But, uh, what else do we want to get into here? Let's talk about the cast. Uh, actually, I have you one had something question. else. I had some, there was something else, and I remember what it is. One of the things I really liked about War of the Worlds Two was that they did okay. a ninety-minute format. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that they're doing a ninety-four-minute format again? It is ninety minutes is again. It? Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. God! I yeah thought that was the first War of the Worlds. I think in hindsight was not the best season. Of okay. the challenge, right? Because that was like turbo and like the Brits just like stuck together mm-hmm. and like wasn't great. I thought last season was much stronger, not just in terms of like what was going on on the show, but I found the 90 minute format was way better. And it also let them stick to the standard format of like daily competition, elimination at the end. And yeah. no, like, I don't want to say no cliffhangers, but they eased way up on the cliffhangers yeah they weren't dragging out episodes yeah so are you glad to see the night i think you're glad to see yeah. the 90 minutes back well the thing too was about last season that i thought was really good there wasn't much filler right so they just had the right amount of content there wasn't that much filler there wasn't that much like we're stretching things along just for the sake of getting to you know what i mean because the way that uh tv production works MTV or whatever the company is might say, hey, we've got 20 weeks you guys got to fill. Yep. So now you got to figure out, shit, how are we going to fill 20 episodes? And clearly there's different ways you can go about it, but turning your episodes into 90 minutes is one way that's better than, let's say, you're stretching it out and making more episodes, but the episodes are shorter. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Um, I think it just works a lot better because... They did a really good job last year. And what you mentioned, too, I think is the biggest point. Going back to just, you know, having a full episode of, you know, what happened at the end of last episode. Okay, cool. Now we're going to have a challenge. Now we're going to have the, you know, the tribal council. I'm forgetting because they changed the name of the it. The tribunal, the triad. Tribunal or the, whatever yeah. they're calling it this year. Yeah. But tribal council seems to be the, the normal. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's completely wrong, right? On Survivor, the yeah, Tribal Council, I, council is what? When they vote people out? Yeah, I knew what you meant, though. I'm sure the listeners did, okay. too. I don't even watch Survivor anymore. I stopped watching Survivor after, like, season two. Me, too. I don't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, There's too much people sitting around. Yeah. And, yeah, the challenge is ten million times better. But anyways, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, and then you have an elimination, and it wraps up at the very end. And it was just so good. And you think about all the great moments last year of episodes of you know, automatically what comes back to mind is Ninja versus Laurel. Yeah. Like that yeah. elimination and how crazy that was. Uh, Jordan beating Josh, right? Like Jordan's run just in eliminations. Like there's so many things that were so good. And so I look forward to them being able to do this again with, you know, familiar people that we know and then people that we don't know. Yeah. I have a question for you because you're, uh, you have way more knowledge than I do or, or most people about TV production. 
Given the way things okay. have gone, you look scared with this question. Yeah, I'm like, where's this going? Given how things have gone in the world, do you think that MTV has enough time that they could roll out some sort of, I won't say bonus episodes, but like more web content? Because like in previous seasons, we've seen them do like sort of Instagram or YouTube videos where they'll have like an eight minute discussion amongst cast members about like, oh, wasn't that crazy, that elimination? Yeah, they've done, they did that last year. Yeah. They did that last season. Do you think they can ramp that up given that like, oh. like we said, it might be the only show in town, like literally? Yeah, I mean, I wonder how a network or just networks in general, like, you know, if you think of the MTVs or the VH1s or the Bravos, for example, how they're affected by this because, you know, obviously you have these shows that are filmed well in advance, but depending on how long this goes, like production's obviously shut down. Yeah. So I wonder how they are affected in terms of what they have and how that affects their programming going forward. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. That's an interesting point. You know, it's something to think about for sure because it might not affect let's say this season of the challenge, mm -hmm. but let's say next season of the challenge, it's like, yeah. Oh shit. What happens now? What do we do? Right. I also want just, I was thinking in terms of like, you know how they used to do the shit they should have shown. Like they would do like yeah. an extra episode, maybe mm -hmm. like as a bumper between the season finale and the reunion special or whatever. I'm wondering if they could do like five or 10 minute versions of that basically outtakes or bloopers. No, I definitely think that would be on the table. Yeah. I don't see why not. It I definitely think all that it would takes be on is the table. an editor and a producer, really, a little yeah. extra time. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is though, how is their production working right now? Like, are I they still in normal studios? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's so many things. Like my work, for example, we have just most people are working from home. Yep. They have maybe a couple editors going into the actual office each day, but for the most part, everyone's at home. So how does that work? I don't know. It's interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out. But you definitely bring up a great point. Yeah. Uh, but let's do that cast by cast breakdown. Cast by cast. I don't know why I'm using cast as if it's a singular. It's okay. It's totally cool. So I got a list here, John. And, and my thought is, so I guess there's, what, 28 people? Yep. Do I have that right? Yeah. So uh, some notable inclusions. And we'll go over, like, just some rough things, but... So CT, last season's winner, CT, Jordan, D, and Rogan, and Tori, along with some of the team Young Buck members, a.k.a. Corey Nelson, and last season's impressive Brit rookies, Jenny and Big T are also there. Yep. But let's go through the full cast, and sure. I'll just say someone's name, and then if we want to talk about them, we'll talk about them for a bit. I'll, get, I'll let you give your take. I'll say a little something, and then we'll move on. Sound good? Yeah. Do you want to start with the vets or the rookies? Let's just go through alphabetical. I'm looking at the MTV list. If our listeners want to play along. I'm not looking at an alphabetical list. Oh, well then. <laughs> oh, yes, I am actually. Yeah. Now that I look first at names. It. First names alphabetically. That's weird. Yeah. Um, I always assume that alphabetically means last names, and so it threw me off when Mitchell was first. Yeah, it's because right? you're it's because you're an adult who actually knows how alphabetical order is supposed to work. <laughs> That's why. Fair, fair enough. But the first person on our alphabetical list is Ashley. It, uh, it, it would be Anissa. <laughs> so, 
That's amazing. <laughs> Hold on. On this list, it goes Ashley, then Anissa, then Corey. Yeah, it should be Anissa, then Ashley. Now, I'm so, not calling you out. I'm saying that. Hold on. On your list, is it the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> so what is going on here? <laughs> but it is alphabetical the rest of the way. I just like, as you said it out loud, I'm like, no, N becomes, comes before N. <laughs> let's, because we're professionals, let's start with Anissa. Yo, that's amazing. <laughs> I love how I didn't catch that. I was just like, but it's not on, on you. Like, it's this. I have the same problem. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's pretty good. All right, so Anissa. Anissa. <laughs> I'm glad to see Anissa back. I know some people don't like Anissa, but nah, I, I find her. her entertaining. I want her. I want to see her do well. I like the fact that she's here for the smoke. She's never really backing down. Um, yeah, I'm here for Anissa. She's great because she plays so many roles, right? Like, she might be down to hook up with someone of either yep. gender. Yep. She is good in competitions, but she's also, like, a voice of reason, right? Like, yes. she, she'll sit someone down, like one of the younger cast members, and be like, hey, you're embarrassing yourself. And as I said, <laughs> she's smart and she's funny, and, like, I, I just, and, like she'll be good for commentary, as well like yeah. we always speak about the narrators she'll slot yep. in for like maybe not the number one narrator but she'll be like a nice secondary voice to use a journalism agreed. term agreed agreed um and it's her 13th challenge my god like that's that's a vet that's a vet right there uh next we got ashley <laughs> fucking love smashley i thought she's great we said this at the end of uh the you killed it season last year she, in a way, had a breakout performance last season. Last season. Not that she okay. won, but the fact mm -hmm. that she went in with no allies and even said early on, I have no allies, yeah. and made it work with people she normally does not get along with. Yeah, no, it was a really good job by Ashley. I thought she did a really good job, especially for someone who, I don't know if her social game gets enough credit. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like. She does well in, in competitions because she's scrappy. She doesn't back down from anyone. She's willing to, like, go in and rough it up with the other girls in whether it's challenges or eliminations. but Or drinking. As, or <laughs> Exactly. And still maintains a party life, right? Yeah. We appreciate that for sure on the You Killed It podcast. But what you mentioned is such a great point. How far she went with no allies. Yeah. Really great job. Got to the final and... And if not for Polly, yeah, right. Like, who knows what happens? If not for Polly, she could have. And notably, she outperformed Polly in the final. Yeah, no, definitely, right, definitely. Uh, uh, Good to uh, see and, Ashley back and others. Like, she really held her own. I'm a big fan of hers. So we're both giving thumbs up to Anisha and to Ashley so far. Cool. Yes. Next on the list, we got Corey, who is back for a seventh challenge. We haven't seen Corey in a while. We haven't seen. But Dad are you Corey? Yeah, are you excited to see Corey? I mean, I'm torn because whoa, I, okay, because okay. I can't stand Nelson and Corey <laughs> is going to be in team a lot Young of Buck? scenes with Nelson. I'm not a team Young oh. Buck guy. Okay, and also okay. one of the, I think, dare I say, Corey's greatest contribution to the challenge mm -hmm. was that he couldn't. He could never re resist these females. I'm doing air yes. quotes. Yes. Because he did say correct. that. 
Correct. Now he might have to resist these females. Does he, though? Does he, though? <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't Stay know. tuned? Is that a teaser? Stay tuned. I, I, don't, mean, I honestly have no information on the subject. I'm just saying that, no, like... Neither do I. It, neither do I. It's like a basketball player coming back from ACL surgery. We don't know what we're going to get. Not really sure. But I will say I'm happy to see Corey back, because Corey likes the competition he always is there to like drum up the drama in the house he just brings entertainment he is reality tv i'm here for Corey being back on the challenge for sure not mad at that at all and team young buck is just hilarious like whether you like them or not they bring entertainment and i'm here for that i have a question for you okay because i know we're gonna have lots to say about nelson but do you think it's a, like Team Young Buck is better or worse without Hunter there. Like I feel like my personal opinion is they're better to have all three. For sure, yeah, because it's an extra number, and Hunter is a good competitor. Yeah, and also just yeah. like the way they bounce off of each other because they're all kind of dumb in their own ways, and they're all different personalities still in their own ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so like, yeah, and even I would have been intrigued to see uh, Devin sort of like. Okay. Yeah. Sort of the red man to their Wu Tang clan. You know what I mean? Not quite a member, but in there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, Corey, it didn't sound like you were giving a full thumbs up. I'm giving a thumbs up, so we're going one and a half thumbs on Corey. One and a half thumbs. A pinky finger on Corey. <laughs> Next up, we got CT in his 17th season. Always happy to see CT, right? Like, there's no. I will. Question I here. do hope Is he's there? in better shape. It was okay. a little sad seeing CT arguably at his biggest last season. But I mean, here's the thing: he won. He won. So... He was still great. Yeah. And like played himself into shape. I just like to see, especially because now they have to do eliminations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, it's true. And I'm curious to see. Now, I'm going to save this thought for later because it applies well to someone okay. else. But like. I would. I just hope CT's in slightly better shape. But like, I always love CT. I love Dad CT. He's yeah. so good at the commentary. I love his dry sense of humor. Yeah, I love how he like winds up the younger bucks, yeah. right? The younger, the newer people to the challenge because he's seen it all, done it all, been through it all on the show. So him just watching, like, remember his commentary on Leroy and Killa Cams. Yeah. Rekindled romance. Like, that was really funny. Um, I hope I'm not stepping on what you're going to say later, but the thing with CT to remember about last season was his political game is what won it for him last year, right? Yeah. Like, he was on the team. He was on Team Brit yeah. last year, and he was essentially went from being the ringleader of their team to then, like, staying out of all the critical votes, let them knock off each other, and then didn't really pick a side until he had to, and then flipped anyways. So it was like a brilliantly played season by CT in terms of just the, the game aspect of it all. And yeah, I wonder how that plays out into this season. D is next on our list. Already, I'm yeah. already throwing up the thumbs down. If you can yeah, throw Yeah, I got nothing down. to say. Yeah, I got nothing to say about D, whatever. I'm, Who cares? I'm burnt out on the Rogan D stuff. And, Agreed. like, I think, I, I gotta say, I think D's a good person. Yeah. Like, I think she's yeah. super nice. 
I just it, just that dynamic is just like stop it already. I don't care. And after these showmances are dragged out more than a season, I'm over it. Yeah, unless I'm over it. Unless they move on to something like nice and relatively healthy, like Tori and Jordan. Mm-hmm. When it's the drama that just goes on and on and on, I'm so yeah. over it. Yeah. So it goes it goes too much Bachelor, not enough challenge. Yeah. <laughs> right? And also, I think it's sometimes we've seen some seasons where it just overwhelms, like the yeah. first War of the World season, the Kyle Kara. Uh, poly dynamic was just never ending like at least 75% of that show was about that dynamic yeah and I was just exhausted by it and and you were totally agree memory serves totally agree yeah totally agree uh next up we got Kyle I'm always here for Kyle I like Kyle I think he's a a good character and further to your point when the Kyle and Kara stuff was going on I was getting tired of Kyle Right? Because it's just the same, like, whatever. But once that storyline somewhat died down a bit... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or at least from the Kyle side. Obviously, we know Kara and Polly were still a thing. But to me, you know, Kyle is a, a very interesting ad in the house. Mm-hmm. He's here for the drama. He's toned down on the hooking up in the house, yeah. I feel like. Right? Not as hot as he was when he first came in, because he came in strong. He did. Um... But yeah, I'm still always happy to see Kyle. I like his the rapport he has in the house. He's a cool hang. He's right. He's a fun hang in the house. He's a really good narrator, as we always say. And like that's one thing For that's sure. exciting about this season. Anissa, Ashley, Wes, Johnny, Kyle. Like there's gonna be really good behind the scenes commentary. Even Corey sure. and Nelson are good for a laugh behind the scenes. Totally agree. I, while we talk uh, about Kyle, I wanna say and I've said this, I think, before on You Killed It. It's been a while, but I am so glad that there's no Kara or Polly. And not just because I'm tired of their storylines, but because, like, like person to person, like, human to human, I was getting worried about their, like, mental health. Because Kara did, like, eight seasons in a row or something bonkers, yeah. and, like, she didn't seem like she was mentally healthy and i never want to see that like i never want to see yeah it's a crazy life for sure and so i'm just glad to see her and polly step away and like do their own thing and like when they come back i'll be excited for them to come back but like i'm not i'm glad to see them take a break for sure and you you got the serious side for sure you're totally right and i agree with everything you just said from the joke side of everything I'm not surprised Polly couldn't come right back. No. After how last season ended for Well, him. I mean, he's probably still recovering from the dehydration and heat stroke, right? I mean, that was a bad, bad, bad ending to a season. <laughs> One of the worst endings for someone who talks so much trash. Like, that was a bad ending. So but, not really that surprised that he would be like, you know what? I'm going to take this season of the challenge off. <laughs> but a triumph for schadenfreude. Right? So. <laughs> what? Shot in front of? No? I have no idea what you're. T- no! What do you know? You don't, no. You're not up on your German? Come on, Sheldon. No. Schadenfreude no, is um, <laughs> basically when you hope that bad <laughs> things happen to other people. Oh, okay. Fair enough. It's like rooting See? for irony or karma. The more you know, 
I like it. I like I it. Probably, John teaching me something each and every episode. I probably mispronounced it. My German is non-existent. Um, well, luckily, you're just talking to me, and I won't be able to call you out on it. Oh, so. but people will tweet at us, which I'm here for. I love it when people tweet at us. Uh, That's fair. Next That's up fair. is Jenna, who we already touched on a little bit. Um, I don't know. Did we talk about bananas? We did. It. There's a bunch of J's that the list is like the list is not super alphabetical. There's Jenna, Jennifer, Johnny Bananas, Jordan, Josh. They are, and, and, I'm just laughing at this list again. And, I don't know what's going and on. And Kayla should all come before Kyle. I was trying not to draw attention to it, but Jenna. So hold on. Did they maybe go with the first name and then the last name alphabetical? I don't know because there's also they have no, the rookies at the bottom as well. So the rookies yeah, are like it on. resets, right? Like after Wes, then there's yeah, I don't know. But anyway, Asa? so let's let's Asa? let's 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 get to Jenna. Okay, Jenna. I I really like Jenna a lot. I think Jenna is probably one of the nicest, sweetest people to ever be on the challenge. She's such a nice person, such a good person. I'm happy to see Jenna back on the show. But with that said, the Zach stuff, like when they're always like fighting when they're not. Well, it's weird because when one of them's on the show, they're fighting. Yeah. When both of them are on the show, they're fighting. But either way, they still stick together. And the last I saw on social media, I'm not up to date on it by any stretch. But the last I saw of it on social media, they were together and like getting married or something. Yeah, they're engaged. So, yeah. So, I mean. I'm overall, I guess I'm just glad to see Jenna back because I think she's a positive, you know, with all the like fuckery that goes on on the challenge sometimes with people just being shitheads, she brings a positive side to it. And so yeah. I'm happy to see Jenna. Yeah. I I have nothing to add what you said. Just thumbs up from me too. Uh, next on, who's next on your list? Jennifer West. I, that's So that's Jenny. That's right? Jenny. British Jenny. Jacked Jenny jacked jenny yeah uh i liked her last season i thought she was cool she was a cool addition to the house um she lost to tori right in the elimination yeah that's what it, it was, was super yeah. hard fought yes uh she's a great competitor uh the the other women were kind of afraid of putting her in an elimination right so happy to see her back i think she was a good competitor and I'm interested to see how the other stuff plays out. Like, let's say we talk about being five tool players, meaning like how much you party in the house and all that. But if there isn't a house, is there going to be partying? I don't know how that works, but we'll see. But well, yeah, that's true. But if we remember the reunion and the talk of who was it trying to bring up was her hooking up with Johnny bananas. Yeah. And they like adamantly were denying it the entire time. That was kind of a side that I didn't really realize was there. Like, she was just talking about, oh, I, I'm just flirty. Like, that's my personality. Yeah. And I flirt with everyone in the house and blah, blah, blah. So maybe we'll see a bit more of that this season. I don't know. Who knows? But either way, good to see Jenny. I just think she's a good competitor, and I'm here for people who want to compete. I'm excited for her because I think this format really suits her style of play. Okay. Because... Her weakness, I mean, it's a weakness in the challenge, it's an asset in real life, is that she has a lot of integrity. Yes. So the political <laughs> game was really tough for her 
because she's a straight shooter and like it's an admirable trait but not great in the challenge house but also she could be a beast in, in eliminations agree so if she's in a elimination <clears throat> it'll be really good and this is the point i wanted to make with ct and i decided to push it off to to save it to talk about jenny and that is this format i think really really benefits the cts the jennies of this world where one-on-one -on -one jordan uh one-on-one -on -one, they can wreck people Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I think that's a huge benefit. I got you. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like in challenges. Yeah. And uh, the eliminations. So, big th thumbs up. I'm glad to see her back. In a lot of ways, mm -hmm. I thought she was rookie of the year last uh, season. So, I'm glad to yeah. see her. And as I alluded to, next on our list, Johnny Bananas. I think he's 20th in. 20th season? 20th season. <laughs> I think he's in Jeez. for a rough ride. Okay. There are a lot of people in this house that dislike him. Yeah. The young Bucks. He and CT have had their ups and downs. He and Jordan have had their ups and downs. He and Wes have had their ups and downs. He has some of his traditional allies like Nani in there, but there's no Leroy. There's no Zach. Mm -hmm. Right? Here's the thing, though. I'm jumping on your wave here thinking that there could be something to Bananas and Wes working together because of the reason you just stated. Not a lot of people like Bananas, but not a lot of people like Wes either. Yeah. Especially how Wes's game got blown up last season. So it would make sense for them to team up just because, like, how many other options do they really have? So I'm super interested. I'm always here to see Johnny Bananas because, you know, I know a couple seasons ago we were kind of in Bananas fatigue. Yep. But I think in the seasons that followed, he kind of got, he kind of got the shit kicked out of him challenge wise you know what i mean not literally yeah but he kind of got what was coming to him and some early exits which kind of freshened things up it wasn't just him controlling the whole game or being like this the center point or the centerpiece of the entire season yeah i think that was refreshing so i'm happy to see him back because i always think at the end of the day he knows what he's doing he comes with written raps in his uh confessionals which i'm here for because they're funny and he provides entertainment. I'm here for Johnny Bananas on the season, even though it is year 20. And the comparison to LeBron just holds just holds up even more. Yep. He's just working on his jump shot, you know? Right. Uh, next up, a man I'm very excited to see on the show, even though I was just ripping on his haircut, Jordan. Yeah. I think Jordan makes for great TV. I mm -hmm. am I so like with his win last season, people were putting him in the conversation of greatest of all time. Because like let's not forget, he and Tori masterminded switching teams and then led the Brits with CT to victory. Yeah. Only one English person won for the Brits. Everyone else was American or Australian. And in terms of all-time winnings, I think he's second all-time behind Smashley. I could be okay. wrong on that. But I'm just so curious, like, if he has a really good showing or wins this season, I think you could argue that Jordan's the greatest challenge competitor of all time. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to argue, and, and especially when you can, when all things are considered, like the fact that my guy's out here doing this with one hand. Like, that's incredible. Yep. Right? And the performances that he had last season were just off the charts impressive. And, 
elimination after elimination when he was getting thrown in even just a gameplay to kind of because last year's season was so weird with so many different twists and turns but for him and Tori to figure out hey we need to jump and go on the other team that's our best chance to win mm -hmm. and to have them do that execute that and actually you know pull it off and I know Jordan won Tori didn't but that's still a group win and it's very impressive I mean you could already in my books argue that he is I mean there's a lot of different other people that have more years but in terms of you know just resume alone and getting there and putting in the work and as I mentioned I gotta keep bringing it up my guy is doing this with one hand yep like that is super impressive and I just love the overall messaging behind it that like no excuses no right like what excuses does anyone else have for anything right my guy's out here figuring out a way to get shit done so i'm always here for jordan yep. totally i have a thumbs down coming up for this next person josh uh, martinez <laughs> so here's my thing i would normally join you with the thumbs down but josh I don't even know how I was going to give Josh a thumbs up. Yeah, don't but talk I'm yourself give, into I'm going to give him up. a half. No, I'm going to give him a half. <laughs> I want to see who... Here's what I'll say to you, okay? Josh is good for one fight this year. Yeah. Because he's, he's always fighting someone. And he's good for one, like, puppy dog falling in love, but it doesn't really work out for him. So I'm going to ask you, who do you think is most likely to get into a fight with Josh this season? Because... Last year, last season, it was Polly. Polly's not here. And who do you think Josh will fall in love with this season? Because Georgia's not here. Um, Jennifer Lee is who he's going to fall in love with. Because he always, my guy always sh shoots way, way beyond his weight class. Who's Jennifer Lee? She is one of the rookies from The Amazing Race. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm unfamiliar with who she is. Okay. Don't even know what she looks like. Don't know anything about her. But okay, I'm sure she's lovely. Okay. Yeah. And okay. I think he's going to get into a fight with Wes. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Who, who, do, who do you predict? He's going to get into a fight with Swaggy C, who we'll get to later. Yep. <laughs> um, and I think he's going to fall for like, uh, let's see. I could see him falling for like, nani like i know they had their whole oh, yeah. thing where like they're like oh we're really good friends and blah 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 but they're really good friends probably because nani wants them to be friends not because josh is cool being in the friend zone josh so is, that's what i'm gonna throw up josh is totally the guy who thinks that if he lives in the friend zone long enough he can get out of it you know what i mean he's the sort of guy where he spends a lot of time with a woman and she yeah. just sees them as friends but he catches yeah. feelings yeah, poor guy. Poor Josh. Uh, who's next? I've got Kayla. Same. I got Kayla on my list, too. There we go. I'm happy to see Kayla back. Big thumbs up. Ka yeah, huge fan of Kayla. Kayla's just good peoples. She's a good hang. She is what we call the five-tool player, where she brings a little bit of everything to the challenge. She's a great competitor. She's very attractive. She has a lot of fun within the house. She's not afraid to hook up in the house she's not afraid to fight i mean i think the last time we saw her she was getting kicked off 
for fighting with DJ Mel, right? Yes. Do I have that right? Yes. We haven't seen Kayla since then? Correct. So I'm here for that. Like, Kayla wants to smoke in every which way. <laughs> so I'm definitely happy to see Kayla back. And she was one of the stars of the trailer. So, hey, huge thumbs up from me. I'm excited. A huge thumbs up for me as well. Next up is Maddie Lynn. I'm here for... I like Maddie. I love I think Maddie. she's a good... Yeah, she's a good character. Um, I don't watch uh, Floribama Shore. Yeah. I don't watch it, but I've seen a couple episodes here and there. Because she wasn't originally on Floribama Shore. No. She was a, an addition to that cast. Yes, and, exactly. And I watched the episodes that she was on. Yeah. And she, it was so messy. Like, yeah. so, like, day drinking. Like, <laughs> trashed. That show is, yeah, I don't watch that show, but I've seen a couple episodes and it's like, wow, okay. And I saw her on that and I was just like, oh, Maddie, yeah, cool, okay. Um, but her last appearance on the challenge I thought was really good. She's a good competitor. Yeah. Um, also wants to smoke. And one thing I will say about this show, because most reality shows, and we talk about this on a lot about why we love the challenge, but one of the reasons why that is season after season normally on reality shows it's just about oh this girl's hot right and like that's why people like them but the challenge for a while there they got into this thing where they were just bringing on like oh okay this girl's on because she's just hot the one thing i will say when you look at how the cast currently stands okay all of these girls are down to fight yeah and i think that is just incredible because it it gives you the same thing as the guys do you know what i mean in terms of like the same competitive nature the same competitive streak the same shit talking the same wanting of the smoke yeah you know what i mean and that that just raises a level of competition for the whole show mm -hmm. and especially when you have the eliminations where you know was it last season where they had them where it oh no it was a season before where it'd be guys against girls but they would like weighted a certain way like there'd be a way to like even the playing field so to speak yeah i think they've just done such a really good job in finding really good competitors that are not only just visually appealing but they're also down to like fuck somebody up yeah i'm here for that super entertaining i don't know when you last went back and watched old seasons of the challenge like fresh me too or oh, it's um, been a while definitely been a while because especially before fresh me too which as you know i truly believe is the birth of the modern challenge but yep. like the ones yep. before that they would talk about like they would describe the describe the women on the show as like anchors or holding them back or like challenges yes. to overcome and then yep. so laurel and cara both made their debuts on mm -hmm. fresh me too and even then, like, the language that was used to describe them was not great, where, like, people would be like, Laurel's, like, having a second guy on your team. Um, yeah. But now, that's gone. Like, everyone totally is... Totally agree. Honestly, the guys, some of the guys are weaker competitors. Like... 1,000%. Would, would I rather have Josh or Maddie on my team? I'd rather have Maddie. Would I rather have... 1,000%. Nelson or Jenny? jacked jenny i'd rather have jenny like totally smashly true. like that like it's pretty easy yeah. to pick no you're totally right totally right 
Uh, after that, I got so thumbs up on Maddie. Next, we got DJ Mel. Yeah, another fierce competitor. So, actually, you know what? I'm not gonna say what I saw online because I think this this would be a spoiler, and I was kind of mad that I saw it. So I'm not even going to say it. But DJ Mel has a very, I'll say this, has a very interesting storyline on this. And, like, you won't, like, if you don't know what it, like, if it hasn't been ruined for you, you're never going to guess what it is. Because it's just like, hold on, what? Like, it's so fucked. But I'll just say I'm glad to see DJ Mel back on the show. And I just hope she's safe. Okay. That's all I'll say. That's my tease. And if you like spoilers, I'm sure it's very easy for you to look it up. If you don't want spoilers, then don't look it I'm up not, and just wait to watch I'm not going to look it up so that our listeners have one person that knows and one person that's flabbergasted when whatever's coming down the pike comes. Because the thing is, the way that it was described, like I saw it and I didn't really read too much on it because I didn't want to get the full story. But I'm super excited to see how this plays out on the show. And if it does play out on the show. Yeah, it's weird. But anyways uh dj mel we're both happy to see her back yeah yeah thumbs up to Mel. nani yeah i'm always happy to see nani i will say for nani so i earlier said like i'm excited to see her reunited with her girls jenna and kayla yep one of my issues with nani is that she's sort of like yesterday's person you know what i mean like okay she Hmm. It seems like she's not up to date on the politics of the house anymore. Like, I almost feel like she'll be like, what's a young buck? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I feel like she's playing by, like, 2015's rules, not 2020's rules. I think having Kayla and Jenna will be huge for her. Um, And I I just like Nani. I just think she's good people's. I know what you're saying, though. Like, she's been... Like, Nani now and Nani in her first few seasons of the challenge are totally different. And at the same time, though, I still like her presence that she brings to the house. I like that she's super loyal to her friends. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, but as you mentioned earlier about someone else, I forget who it was, integrity doesn't really help you that much on the challenge. It does not. But I appreciate it because it balances it out from just having a bunch of jackasses. Yeah. Uh, next up, Nelson. Nelson. I don't have much to say about Nelson. People that follow the pod know that we rag on Nelson a lot. Um, Nelson's back. Nelson's just funny to me. Like, he's just a funny character because I feel like we don't know. I always say this. It's reality TV, and so obviously there's a level of acting because it's not real. But I feel like we have no idea who Nelson is. Right? Like, I feel like he's always putting on, like, who he thinks he should be. Like, I'm the super tough guy. I'm the ladies' man. I'm this. I'm that. And it's never just, like, I don't know. I think that's... Like, CT sees, like, a real person. Yeah. Or, like, at least I understand the role that CT's playing. Even Johnny Bananas. I understand that Johnny Bananas is trying to be the show. Do you you know what I mean? Nelson, I don't know what he's trying to do. He's just all over the place all the time. I I actually think that you're really I think you're really right here. Like and I've never heard it articulated like that, but I think you're spot on that one of the problems with Nelson is he doesn't seem genuine. Mm-hmm. Like 
early on when he first started appearing on the challenge he was like yeah i come from like a tough background and like i was like running with gangs which i find hard to believe <laughs> and as we as like at the same time as he was saying that he was like posting these like they'd show these like sears catalog like model shots of him yeah right and they're just like that doesn't make sense like that doesn't it's just super like yeah and i mean hey could he have gone through a whole bunch of different things in his life? 1,000%. Maybe. We don't know. We have no idea. But I'm just saying, like, you know, Nelson is all over the place. One day he's fighting with Corey. Then the next day they're, like, best friends. Then the next day he's in love with Angela. Angela. Yeah. Then the next day he's, like, cheating on her. Then the next day he was in love with, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's homegirl's name? The Brit. Oh, that was terrible last year, oh, and she basically uh, lost it for Kaylee. Uh, Kaylee, yes, right. And then he's like flying across the world to like fall in love with Kaylee, and then cheating on her, and then you know dissing her online, and then it's just like doing too much, doing too much. I'll say, I want to be clear that I don't think, like, I'm not saying that he's a fake or anything. I just I don't think he knows who he is. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't think he knows who he is on TV. Yeah, and because that's a different that's a completely different ballgame. And not to be like an old head about this and like play the like we're in our mid thirties card, but it's very much like the problems that you see with people in their mid twenties, where they're still mm-hmm. figuring things out. Like I think it's in part a product of his age. It's also just tough to do that on TV. It's for very sure. hard to do that. For sure. Uh, next up, Rogan. I don't have a lot to say about Rogan. I'm just like... GTFO, man. Rogan Rogan won the challenge. Like, he is a challenge winner. That is insane to think about. What do you think about people like Leroy, who have never won? Anissa, <laughs> right? it's who's just never like, won. Yeah, it's just insane to think that Rogan is a winner of the challenge. I mean, more power to him. I guess he played a good game last year. Uh, I guess he's back to defend his crown but his man's joss is not yeah <laughs> he's probably too depressed after how last season played out for him but yeah rogan's back whatever I will, let's move on i will say i'm not excited to see rogan but i'm curious to see what lessons he learned from last season like do you think he's huh. gonna come in being like oh man i won last season you can't tell me nothing or hmm. do you think he's gonna come in and be like i won by the grace of God, Jordan, and CT. Interesting. Interesting. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That will be interesting to see. Because he's had probably the biggest highs and lows in the challenge in a one-year turnaround. Yeah. Right? So we'll have credit to, to him for that, but we'll see. Uh, Bear. I'm always here to see Bear. Bear is reality TV. Yeah. Bear is the challenge. I'm here for Bear. He is entertainment, and I'm here for that. Have you ever read the book or watched the TV show American Gods? No. You should check it out. I think you'd like it. But in it, there's, like, the personification of things that we worship. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's the old gods, like, Thor and, uh, like, shit like that. Um, but then there's also the new gods like TV and media and like the internet okay. and sex. Yeah. I feel like Bear should have been cast to play rea- the personification of reality TV 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Because like Fair he enough. is so he is pure distilled reality TV. Just like yeah. Trying to fuck and anything we're... competitive, hot tempered, drinks a lot, mm-hmm. covered in tattoos, super charismatic and entertaining. Yes. And we're gonna see Bear without Georgia for the first time, right? Yeah, which I'm also okay with. I'm ready for yeah. the, a break from that. Yeah, even though I like Georgia. Yeah. I like them both separately, but yeah, the crutch that they had on each other, whatever. Uh, so we're both in on, on Bear. I'm sure we're both in on Tori. Love Tori. Both huge fans of Tori. Happy to see her back. Super funny. She didn't win, but she did win because Jordan won. She had a great performance. And she got engaged. Yeah. One of the all-time great. best moments on the challenge. Yeah. It was good times. Good times. For people who might not have seen last season, uh, last season Jordan and Tori basically had to fight their way through the whole entire against their own team. They switched teams, uh, ended up making it to the final, Still, but still got thrown into every single elimination, kept winning every single elimination. And after one, where Jordan won the elimination, he proposed to Tori right after. Great challenge moment. I'm here for it. Glad to see them back. Uh, Big T. Thumbs down. <laughs> I'm stunned that Big T is back. I mean, stunned. someone has to be eliminated the first episode. <laughs> I guess, right? Like, yeah. someone's... I'm stunned. Someone's got to be the 16 seed in this, and yep. there she is. Big T. I'm stunned. Uh, and then Wes is the last person of the vets. I mean... Of course we're here for Wes. I love yeah. Wes. I yeah, hope Wes is a friend of the show. I hope he has a better we, showing than last season. Last season, <laughs> bit of a rough ride. Didn't go well for Wes. Overplayed his hand, trying to make too many deals with too many people. And he his game got outed by Rogan very early on. And yeah, not a good showing for Wes. So I'll be interested to see how he bounces back this season. As you know, to see him back on back-to-back seasons of the challenge or what? Three straight seasons now, right? Yeah. So I'm interested to see how Wes how Wes comes back this year, and as we mentioned earlier, his relationship with Johnny Bananas. So those were the vets, and now we got the rookies. So we'll just go through the rookie cast, and if you know who any of these people are, we'll stop and chat. Make sense? Yes. So first person is Asaf from Big Brother Israel, and so you think you can dance? And are you to- the one? Oh, that I didn't know. Okay. I think it Only was... got two things on my list, but do you know who this person is? Are you familiar with them? I am not, but I will tell you. Okay. He is super hot. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Like, not my cup of tea, but, like, I can appreciate beauty. And, like, <laughs> if you look him up on the Are You The One wiki, he looks like... Cristiano Ronaldo like it's okay ridiculous fair enough, I will fair enough I will say I'm going to text you the photo of him right now I mean you don't have to no it's happening Sheldon <laughs> this is what friends do right this is what, oh, this, what this is what bros do with each other right they send each other photos of like ripped dudes uh it's not what I do with those but okay you're missing out has it arrived <laughs> I'm looking for your reaction shot here uh, let's see here. Going to my text messages. Yep. 
Jeez. Why do I want... Why would you text me that photo? I don't want to see that photo. I mean, so that you can include it in the My video. guy in his... My guy in his Speedo? I mean, it's. A, I wouldn't say it's a Speedo, would you? It's tight. <laughs> Yo. But, like, he's clearly athletic, right? Will you give me that much? Sure. Yes. <laughs> sure. Um, who else we got here? So, next on my list, I got Bailey from Big Brother. So, I'm going to lump together Bailey, and the person after her on the list is Christopher Jordan, quote, Swaggy C., Williams. I already dislike so, him based off of his nickname, but go ahead. <laughs> so these two are from Big Brother, and they were on last year's season of Big Brother. I don't know what the update is if they actually went through and got married. Oh, wow. But I think she, like, got pregnant wow. while they were on the show Big Brother. And Bailey is super nice. Bailey's, like, she's she's cool peoples. Swaggy C is, I mean, what you think someone who calls himself swaggy c would be like so the thing that got me on big brother was the fact that they did this whole like montage of him playing basketball and how he calls himself swaggy c with no mention at all that he just jacked the name from swaggy p like an actual person no mention at all no acknowledgement at all and but also if you're gonna like jack a nickname why Swaggy P? Like, <laughs> like he's not someone that you want to be like, yeah, that's who I want to emulate, right? Like, So my guy had T-shirts that he had that he was wearing in the Big Brother house that said Swaggy C on them. He thought he was running the house early on and then obviously got kicked off early, um, but not before hooking up with Bailey. And then I want to say on the finale, the Big Brother finale, People were mad at him because they kind of upstaged the finale because he decided to propose to her. It was really weird. I don't was, like the sound of this guy at all. The definition of doing too much. Like, my guy proposed on the finale. Leading up to the finale, they would have, because she was still on the show and, like, lasted a few more weeks. Mm -hmm. And they would show him, like, at her family's house watching Big Brother episodes with her family. And it's just like, what is going on here? Do you... You guys met like a week ago. It sounds like that he's the big brother version of Nelson. I mean, I could see him either being a member of Team Young Buck or like just clashing with Team Young Buck hard. It could go either way. I mean, uh, but yeah, that's those two. Sometimes that happens where people are too much alike so they can't get along. Does that Fair. make sense? Yeah, totally. Uh, but yeah, you're right. There could be the Spider-Man meme of him and Nelson. That could be a thing. <laughs> yes, the Spider-Man meme. Now you're talking my uh, language, Sheldon. <laughs> uh, next up. So yeah, I'm interested to see how these two do. But Swaggy C will definitely, I would assume, bring some drama to the house, much like Josh did. Mm -hmm. uh, next up, we got Casey. Casey won her season of Big Brother Casey was a really good competitor. She was, like, super athletic in terms of big, big brother standards. Um, I think she played football, like, semi-pro, like, tackle football or some shit like that. Uh, but, yeah, she should be a really good competitor. I think the political game might be a little much for her because there are certain points where she won big brother because she had a good crew, and that crew kind of stuck together and they went far. But that won't really transfer well into the challenge house where everything's more cutthroat. 
So I, I'm interested to see how she, she will deal with all the like crazy deception and lies of the challenge house. I think, and this is a question I have for you because I don't watch Big Brother. I probably should get back into watching it. It just seems like too big a time commitment. It is a huge time commitment. But I have a question for you. Okay. We haven't yet seen anyone from Big Brother win on the challenge. Correct. I have a theory that people from from Big Brother come onto the challenge and think it's the same game as Big Brother, and it costs them. Do you Um, think that being a former Big Brother competitor is a handicap just because it's too similar but too different for them to, like, grasp the politics of the challenge house? It's interesting. That's interesting. I think that makes sense. I also just think that we haven't... It hasn't been long enough to where enough of the Big Brother people could, like, team up together. Yeah. Right? And, like, build their own crew. So they're still looked at as outsiders, which is fair. Yeah. We saw the same thing happen with the Are You The One people. Yeah. Right? When that started to happen with their influx into the challenge. Uh, The thing with Big Brother, it's a completely... Like, yeah, it's similar in the sense that you're doing competitions... But obviously the competition on a challenge are way different. Way harder. Right? So there's, yeah, there's no correlation there. Um, obviously there's politics and, you know, you build cliques and alliances. But it's way different on the challenge because people have past history. Whereas on Big Brother, if you just kind of play the nice role and you're a nice guy and you stick to your word from the very beginning, that can take you through a season. Yeah. On the challenge, not so much. Well, right? And I think that's what i'm driving at is that the big brother competitors seem to think more in terms of like a full season mm-hmm. whereas challenge people are thinking more like competition to competition and like sure you might have your core group like your friends from year after year after year that you're gonna fuck with like nani's never gonna vote against johnny yeah right yep but no for sure but with so like I think they're I guess it's sort of like they're a little naive. In interesting. Some ways. No, that's interesting. That's interesting. That kind of makes sense. I, I could see. I that. also think that in Big Brother, you can control your fate more when it comes to the politics because of the veto. Mm-hmm. There's no veto in the challenge. The veto in the challenge is you win a fucking competition. Like you win your. And there's elimination. an elimination. And yeah, and in the challenge, there's an elimination. Whereas in Big Brother, you're just on the block and then you get voted out yeah and you can save yourself with a v- if you win the veto competition yeah. so true true i and i mean you just touched on this but the um because the challenge is way more physical i'm not sure that they're always ready for that smoke yes nope agreed totally agree uh next up is another big brother contestant and i get he was on american ninja warrior i missed that part had no idea that was a thing but Faisal, a.k.a. Fessy, and he was pretty funny on Big Brother. He's huge. He's got to be like 6'5 or something like that. Wow. I think he might have played like uh, college football, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but Fessy on his season of Big Brother was doing really well, even had his, like, was doing really well in the house, winning challenges, was in a showmance with Haley, who is amazing i don't know why Haley's not on this show i would approve of Haley being on the show but maybe Haley might not want the smoke of the physical competitions of the challenge so maybe that makes sense but uh 
Fessy's thing was they were in control of the house. They had the numbers. Someone kept flipping every single week, lying to them and telling them that they were with them when they really weren't. Mm -hmm. And they he was literally too dumb to figure it out. And so he kept getting, like, even though they were head of household and in control of the house, someone from his alliance kept going home every week. Like, it literally made no sense. And it was just, like, a point that he even acknowledged with his girl Haley where they were laughing at the end right before they were getting kicked off. Like, we must be the dumbest Big Brother <laughs> players ever because we've been in control and yet we keep losing members of our alliance. So he might not be the smartest player. Yeah. But it, I'm interested to see. I think he'll be a good addition to the house. He'll be a good competitor. It'll be fun. He's a good athlete. Uh, Jay from Survivor. I have no idea who that is. I don't watch Survivor. And and then Jennifer Jennifer Lee from Amazing Race. No idea who that is either. But she looks very attractive. <laughs> so are you going to send me that picture too? Sure. Let me find something. <laughs> Give me a second. No problem. But everyone watching the show, watching this You Killed It episode... Please, please, please send us your thoughts on the characters, who you like, who you don't like, especially for the rookies who we might not know. If you guys know them from these other shows, whether it's Big Brother or American Ninja Warrior or whatever it is, send us your thoughts and your backgrounds on who these people are, and we'll read them on the next pod whenever the season starts. But overall, I like the cast. Um, enough people that I like. I like some of the new additions. I think this will be a really good season of the challenge. What do you think? I'm really excited, and I'm going to sort of spend some time talking while you look at your text messages. Um, <laughs> I think it was really evident in this episode of You Killed It how excited we are. Oh, hello. Because there it is. It just landed. Hello. Um, judging yeah. by like how many thumbs up we gave as we went through each cast member. Right, like the Agreed. the yeah. only ones we were really not interested in are D and Rogan, and then like we were sort of mix. Oh, and Josh, we we're sort of mixed on Josh, and uh, to a lesser extent Nelson and Corey. Like I'm reserving yeah, judgment yeah. on Corey, but I, I still am. I'm not totally mad because they bring excitement, right? They bring something. Well, one thing I wanted to point out is that it's not the most competitive season for women that there's ever been right like there's no cara there's no laurel like we're not we're missing some oh, of okay. the yeah, yeah. heaviest hitters but yeah it's nothing to sneeze at ashley has the most money ever won on the show anisa mm -hmm. very competitive tori very competitive uh kayla jenna no killer cam either. no killer cam so like a bit of a, a weaker field, but an intriguing field. Like, right for yeah, some I mean, upsets. Yeah, you still got... Yeah, you still... It's it's a chance for one of these women to step up and, like, put their name maybe in that hierarchy with the Cara Marias and with the Laurels, right? Because Tori, if she has another, like, solid season, she would definitely be up there, right? Yep. Anissa is probably just missing a championship. Yep. Uh, same thing with Ashley, for sure. Ashley, as you mentioned, one of the most winningest people on the show. Um, Jenna just 
is solid, consistently always there. As literally as we were just talking about that, Jenna just gave a double middle finger over your shoulder. <laughs> I couldn't even make that up, but that was incredible. <laughs> but Jenna, obviously a great competitor. Kayla, great competitor. Yeah. Maddie, same thing. Uh, DJ Mel, same thing. Big T. Uh, what's our girl? Just kidding. Jenny, <laughs> right? So, yeah, it'll be fun to see. But Definitely like that. On the flip side, the men's competition, you could make the argument that the four best competitors in challenge history for men are in this season. Jordan, yeah. Johnny Bananas, Wes, and CT. Yep. Right? Yeah, totally. So if, totally. if not the top four then four of the top six like in my mind only Darrell and Landon are in this conversation among men no right? I totally and those agree guys are both I think retired pretty much nope I agree so I agree that's a great call man that is super exciting and also they all have very complex relationships yes and will they work together I don't. I mean, right? I don't think Jordan's going to work with. I think Jordan's going to work with Tori, and I think that they will feel that's enough. But you need more numbers in that. Well, we don't know the format. Also true. Also true. But no matter what, you need numbers. Yeah. No matter what, you need numbers. But I also think that there's people in the house that they can get along with well enough. Like Jordan and Zach are very good friends. I assume mm -hmm. that Jordan. And Tori get along well with Jenna. Yes. Right? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. In the yep, past, yep. Makes sense. not the last season, but before then, Jordan and Wes sometimes got along. Well, there's a conversation from them in the trailer, for sure. Yeah. Right? So and like Jordan. Definitely some strategizing going on. There. So we'll see. It's intriguing. But like CT, Johnny, and Wes have all been boys, but also fucking hated each other in the past. Yeah, I can't wait to see how this all plays out. And I do invite our listeners to go back and listen to some of our old interviews with Wes, especially yeah. surrounding Champs versus Stars, because he really details how complex their relationship is and that they actually sort of get along behind the scenes. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, that they've been around each other. They're like... I think everyone has a colleague that they're not friends, but like they agree on some like on how things should be done. Mm -hmm. And that's very much like the space Johnny and Wes operate on where they like the way Wes described it to us is that they like fucking with the production team together and then they compete against each other. Exactly. So, Makes sense. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. But overall, I guess at the end, I just want to give a PSA to fans of sports fans of entertainment i know we are in trying times where we are seeking ways to entertain ourselves to pass the time and i would urge you to give the challenge a try and we guarantee you 90 minutes every single week of just whole grain goodness of enter entertainment mm -hmm. of just the challenge as described best but i always say by bill simmons which is Survivor on steroids, Yeah. right? And if you like reality TV, if you like sports and competition, the challenge is for you. 90 minutes every week, Wednesday starting April 1st. And then John and I are here to, you know, wrap things up and help you through along the way, explain some things you might not know on our 
You Killed It podcast, which is out sometime after uh, the episode airs. And I'm really telling people, if you like sports, if you like competition, and you're looking for something else to watch, something else to add to your Rolodex right now (laughs) of things, because people are struggling right now to be entertained, trust me. You will not be disappointed by the challenge. It is a great watch, and I'm sure John will back me up on this. If you have any questions at all ever about anything, just tweet us. Hit us up. Yeah. We will respond to you and explain whatever you'd like. And as John mentioned as well, we got a full data bank of challenge recaps that you can find on iTunes and SoundCloud and YouTube. So, yeah, check us out. We got stuff going on, man. We got some interviews you can go back and listen to and watch as well. Tons of stuff. But I urge you guys, I couldn't, if there was something that I was going to recommend the most in these times where people are looking for things to watch, it's the challenge. And this season is going to be lit. I agree. Uh, In terms of the scheduling for You Killed It, as I said off the top, my work schedule is a little weird right now because of, for sure. But I Obviously. think I think you can bank, I think our loyal listeners can bank on You Killed It coming out Thursday evenings for the foreseeable future. It's in flex. Nothing we'll keep wrong you posted. But Nothing wrong with that. But it sounds like it's going to be Thursday nights. Um, yeah. Where can the good people find you on social media, Sheldon? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shell Alexander and on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends, spread the love. This preview pod is for you guys as well. To If you're trying to sell your friends on the show, the challenge, show them the trailer, play them the pod. Here you go. You will be entertained 1000%. John, where can the people find you, man? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at J. Chidley Hill. And uh, I tweet a lot of dumb things. So buckle for that. And unfortunately, I will have to be tweeting about COVID-19. If you're looking for an escape, I don't tweet about that much, but sometimes I have to because of work. So I try to keep it light. And Yeah, and tweet me anytime because honestly, I got a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> um, yeah. You and me both. Um, and until, I guess, April 2nd, this oh, was yeah. You Killed It. Hope you enjoyed this video episode of You Killed It too. for those people watching that. But yes, hope you enjoyed this episode of what? What's the show called? You Killed It. You Killed It.